When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So thank you so much for joining us today. We would love if you'd love leave a review um, down below. Those five-star reviews really do help us a lot. Uh, but before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Can't say enough great things about the people up in, in oh gosh, where are they? They're, I know it's a suburb of Minneapolis. Um, I'm going to have to look that up before the next podcast. But um Great customer service, so easy to set up and break down. It is, uh, you know, I, we own three of them. That's that's probably um, what I've had a lot of people come and try to sponsor this podcast, but I only do sponsors that I truly believe in. And I believe in Dr. Dish. I also believe in teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is my baby. It is what allows all these podcasts to go out and stay free and to all of you. So, um, you know, several ways you can help us out. By, by leaving a review, but also by coming over and checking out teachhoops.com. Uh, right now, we have a three, a quarterly, three-month um, subscription that will you know, not be around forever, but we're trying some new things out. So come over and check it out and have a great day. All right, Coach. So let's just jump right in, and you tell me um, why you picked this press. Because I've run, run, in, I've run the... Um, Run and jump before I run a two two one. I've run a one three one three quarter court. Why why the one two two? Well, when I first started coaching, I was more of a man to man coach. Okay. Um, before I came to Boonville, I've been here for eight years. I was up at a northeast Missouri, a place called uh, Scotland County, Memphis, Missouri, and coaching girls. And we had a group that, like I said, we used to get up in you, switch all screens, maybe throw out some zone. But this this group wasn't going to be as 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 quick. So I wanted to do something where um, we could take and still maybe get some turnovers, you know, run okay. something maybe a little bit different than other people do. But um, knowing we wouldn't get as many turnovers, pressure man to man, I wanted to run some type of system uh, where I know uh, we could take and, like I say, kind of get some uh, get some turnovers along the way. But it's a little bit different than man to man. So I went with the uh, the one two two ball press. 
Okay, and why? And you don't have you don't have the um, you do not have the shot clock, correct? We do not. Okay, because um, I think if the, the the it'd be interesting to ask coaches in states that have it. I bet there's a lot of one two two run. I bet there's a lot of two two one run for people to have shot clocks. Um, so what do you think the what do you think the strength and the weaknesses of this press are? Well, I think, you know, I think to be a good coach, you need to know the strengths, but then you need to know the weaknesses because people are going to try to counter your weaknesses is the reason sure. I'm asking. You know, and I got a list here of things like when it comes to like advantages, you know, things that are, and, and, and I've been looking up here at Boonville to take and have um, above average um, athletes. Right. Um, especially for what we see in mid-Missouri in, in our, in our class where we've been in class three, now we're in class four the last couple of years. So it kind of takes advantage of using your athlete, athletes, you know, getting traps, just the pressing makes and misses. But again, with ball press, one, it takes in, you're constantly applying pressure. Um, we do something different. We take and um, we press makes and misses um, where, you know, most teams around here might run a one, two, two zone press after a make, you know, we're going to ball press and run that one, two, two zone back to a trapping one, two, two, both makes and misses. So it's something different, something that you have to prepare for differently. Um, again, it, gets, it, it forces the opponents in a, um, an unorganized style of play, you know, especially okay. off the misses. You know, everybody has an organized press breaker off makes, but on a miss, you know, you don't know who's going to be handling the ball. And, again, you might get some easy uh, turnovers there. So it's an unorganized style of pe- uh, play. Um, again, it forces opponents out of their normal offense. Um, one of the coaches um, around here in mid-Missouri after the game this year, he had a comment in the paper basically saying when – when they play us, you have to be able to just to kind of make plays because your structured offense, your zone offense, you might, you know, we're going to probably do something maybe to take you out of it. You know, you know, we're going right. to try to you know, throw a different, you know, trapping system. We might, you know, trap one possession, next, next look, the next possession might, uh, we might peel back in the passing lane. or, or do And something you have different. calls for those? But that's all on reads, all okay. on reads with the girl okay. where, but, but the, the rule, which we'll go over later on, is you can't do the same thing more than twice in a row. So okay. if we trap twice on the baseline corner, the next time we either have to play pass lane back to the guard or we have to bluff and peel back in the passing lane just to kind of keep them off balance a little bit. Okay. Um, with us, like this year, we took in um, – I think we – not just turnovers, we probably averaged about 18-plus steals a game. Okay. You know, I think the uh, looking at the, the stuff of huddle assist, our, our opponent's turnover percentage was somewhere in the upper 30s. So, you know, this defense kind of gave us a lot of chances to get easy, uh, you know, steals, which led to points in transition. Okay. You, you get those quite a bit. Um, you know, just the defensive intensity. And, and honestly, kids, I mean, players like to press. They like yeah. to get up and down and, and do some things. That's a, that's a plus. See, that's, that is definitely a plus. Yeah. And, and that's what's good about this defense is it's a very tempo control. Um, you can take – if you want to slow teams down – you can maybe run a little bit more of a contained type press where you're just kind of less trapping, just uh, slowing the uh, the tempo down a little bit. If you want to be like us, we're very aggressive out of it. So we can take and trap, you know, all over the floor in all four corners in the quarter court. Some some coaches I know only trap the baseline corners. So you can take and tweak it whatever way you want. It doesn't matter if you're having, you know, if you got quick players, slow players, tall, short. There's uh, different ways you can take and adjust it to, uh, to uh, you know, uh, help your personnel what you have okay you know weaknesses with it um you know teams with us if we we've had the luxury of, of getting ahead a lot um 
and I'll tell my girls it, it's, it's important that we take and get a lead because, you know, if you get behind at times and we'll take an extended and try to trap and, but teams might take and spread you out a little bit, right. you know, they can, they kind of control the tempo compared to, you know, us right. control. So, you know, um, teams, you know, the high post area with a one, two, two can be you know, vulnerable a little bit. You know, if you put a playmaker or something or a, a nice post in the high post, that can kind of give you, give you problems a little bit. Um, shooters, like anything else, shooters can, especially in the corners, because you have those threes in the back, uh, you know, but if you get threes in the back, they have to basically cover corner to corner. So if somebody takes and, you know, picks on a slower three that can maybe take and uh, kind of be a disadvantage for you. Um, okay. But so that's kind of when it comes so, to the so defense. So I'm 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 playing you and 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 um, I'm more athletic than you. Does that I mean? Can you for, uh, maybe I need to reword this? I'm less athletic than most of the teams in my conference. Can I run this against my conference? Team? Yes. Um, if I'm less athletic. Yeah, I would say take a look at, and this is more up your direction, but um, towards Springfield, Illinois. Okay. Legend coach Neil Alexander coaches at Lincoln, Lincoln, uh, Illinois. Um, he is usually when you, if you look at game uh, game films of his, uh, he usually has probably the the lesser of the athletes. But he runs it where he stays. It's it's a great equalizer defense where if you're a little bit less skilled or less athletic, it, it can maybe keep you in the games more where you have a chance at the end type thing. Just because now again you might not be as aggressive and trap as much out of it. But uh, maybe you contain a little bit more on the, the top of the press. And then once you start getting more into the quarter court, half court, maybe you start trapping a little bit more, being a little bit more aggressive. But, you know, if you get into it quick off misses, you can slow them down. Maybe they're not going to get their points in transition. So that was the one thing that kind of sold on me earlier was because I had some of those teams. And even my first year here at Boonville, um, we were very, very young. And – but it kept us – in games and those girls got older than once they started getting a little bit more older and a little bit more athletic, more skilled. It's, it, it just had a different look to it. But, uh, so yes, you can. Okay. Um, all right. So let's go through the basic drops of it and then I'm sure I'll have questions on that. Okay. Do you want me to start with the, like the full court or yeah, the... do the full court, do the full court, do the full court stuff. Okay. Can you see? Okay. I can. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm like taking, move over here People yeah can that's see perfect it. yep but okay so we have we have different pickup points and the, and the steve the thing about the pickup points are because we can go full court so i mean this is three-quarter court right here right so i have my and i label my uh, my players we have a one we have the twos and we have the three i love that how where'd you get that because i used that this year when we put it in i like that where that was just that? One of my, my former former coach, who I, uh, when we started running this, you know, him and I talked quite a bit about it, and that's kind of how he did it. Okay. He just labeled that way. Now, like when it first came about in Illinois, and even um, Lauren Wallace here at Quincy, Illinois, he would label a point, your uh, wings, and your backs. So, But we, we went ahead and just had like a numbering system. Because so, when we trap, we call it one, two traps. We call it two, three traps. It's just what we did. But we have the, the pickup points for us is we can move. So this is your three-quarter court. This is our base defense. Everything we do makes or misses. This is pretty much what we do majority of the time, if not all the time. We it's get into three-quarter three quarter court. court. Yep. Is it really play. hard to run it full? I have found uh, most high school teams cannot boy, run it full. I think around three-quarter. Girls, I think, you know, especially at our level and everything, I think it, it, it's 
you know, if you have a little bit of the depth and everything, you know, it become it becomes more of like a diamond in one type, right. you know. But um, you know, we're not going to find too many girls who can make those long, deep diagonal passes. Boys, like with you, what you coach and everything, right? It might be a little bit different. You, okay. you might. We don't like to give up a whole lot of stuff on the back end, which and we really we don't give up a lot of stuff. Um, you know, boys coaches might have to live with that a little bit more. But so we can pick up full court. We can take and go three-quarter court. We can back it up where the one – I mean, everybody has, like, the volleyball lines, the spike line. We right. can bring the one to there. The twos in back up 15 feet from her. The threes would back up based off the twos. Okay. Or – and we just basically call – we'll just – this defense to us is our blue defense, so that would just be – I'll just tell the girls, hey, we're in half. We'll just keep it simple. Or then we'll go quarter court, which is um, – and with half court, we will then trap right when they come across into the front court. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it, okay. Yeah, with, with the three-quarter court, we're, we can trap, you know, in the back court or the front court. Pretty much okay. in between those volleyball lines is our, where we want to take get the trap. Or we can just basically drop it back into, like, the quarter court where the twos are at the elbows, kind of like what you see right. over here in some of these drills. Okay. Um, so that's our pickup points. And, the, the, you know, the main things with the ball press it are, you know, first of all, you want, you know, think about, like, the volleyball court, you know, Inside draw that volley, draw the volleyball court on there. Just dotted put put it in dotted lines. Because say we take and I'm trying to think here. I think it's yeah. I think it's like there. Because I talk about this all the time when we do it. Is the the volleyball lines yep. like we want to trap outside the volleyball line? Yeah, and that's what's perfect. Is you know that's where you want to keep the ball on the outside and not let it go through the middle. Which is like any zone defense, even in the half court. You know, right. keep the ball. You know, we don't want that a penetrating pass or a penetrating dribble in our zone. Same thing here. You want to keep it outside the volleyball lines. Um, so when we start teaching the ball press, we will take – and even on day one, we'll do a lot of these quarter-court drills, but we'll at least show them and do something in the three-quarter court just because that's the way we want to play. We want to start developing that mentality with them. So you do and, the, the parts – and then you do yes. the hole. Yep. Well, so exactly. um, you do the hole is the entire one, two, two. Okay. Yep. yep. And um, and then as we go, we'll start adding more drills. And there might be a day, like the first day of practice, um, we might take and get them in their positions and just kind of let them play out of it just to get them pressing makes and misses. It might be the ugliest thing you see, but we know eventually we can start cleaning up. You know, we'll tell them, I said, we just want to get your legs in shape and get your that mindset of you guys pressing makes and misses. You're probably going to give up stuff. That's okay. Eventually, we're going to break this thing down, and we're going right. to clean it up. But we okay. just want to get you in the, knowing where you're supposed to be. Okay? So when the ball goes in, you may just go through, like, the different – Yeah, just go through drops. the different drops and where you're trying to funnel. And, okay. Because I think we did, a, we did a pretty good job of – it's kind of like being on strings moving side to side. Yes, it um, is. So it took a while to get that movement, but it's almost like a dance. Um, yeah. I mean, we always talk so about people listening. Strength. It's a little bit harder to understand what I'm talking about. But when the ball goes from side to side, it's like this dance going. It yeah. is. And, and that's one of the main things is you want to all five players should be moving at the same time. When that ball, you know, when, when a player pivots, you should be moving. You should be pivoting. You should be reading, anticipating that that pass. You know, when the ball gets reversed and it, it's moving, everybody should be moving on airtime. So you're, you're in sync. You know, yep, that, 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 that anticipation thing where you do your breakdown stuff was very, that was helpful as far mm -hmm. as figuring out. Sure. Yeah. 
So I'm going to go, I, I'm hoping you can see this here. Yeah, it's perfect. Yep. But this is just a simple two, one, two press offense. So when the ball goes in R one, R one's job is to pressure and their job is to get them going up the sideline and hopefully like in a speed dribble. Now they have to make sure they can't get behind the ball. They get, we always just talk about getting your head on the ball. Um, and, and we're pretty much back to the other person. If, if this is somebody who's a little bit quicker, you might have to lessen your angle a little bit, maybe get a little bit more towards the front. But usually we're playing in between. Right here's our one. Um, you can do that. You can play that a couple of ways. You can, just like we do in the quarter court, if they want to play more passingly than they can, if they want to bluff and peel back, it's up to so the coach. So you teach the I'm going to come up, I'm going to bluff like I'm coming up and come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll go yeah. over it and teach it. But a lot of times we like to put pressure as much as we can. So, so you want to pressure the top. Yeah. And what, what, one, what, what causes her not to get beat on the dribble and the turn into the middle? Um, everybody's playing on angles. So she, if she plays behind, a step behind, and she doesn't have her head on the ball, you know, a good point guard might split you. Or the two, well, usually this two should be inside. If there's a line going down from the one or from the, the ball or the one down the sideline, the two, ball side two should never – be outside that line. So they want to be to the inside. So let's say the two is here. Okay. Okay. And then the other two is here. If you get beat, one of two things have happened. This girl is playing behind, allowing her to dribble to the middle. Right. And this two should have her, basically her chest, their chest should be facing that ball. So their butt should be basically to this backside corner. Okay. So if they're play, if they're out here playing too flat, then she'll just dribble and get ahead of her, and then she'll just split you. You have to – the one and two have to work together to corral her into a one-two trap. Okay. Okay? So the one's job is to push them down the sideline. The two, everybody now has chest to the ball. Your butt is to and the is that one of your key? Is point. that a key teaching point for you? Chest we go the ball. over it. We go yeah. over it basically just saying make sure you're facing the ball. I mean, it's just okay. – on the first day, it's just something we go over. Um, we're, we're constantly – you'll hear me pretty much every day in practice talk about angles. You know, maybe it's just the angle of the body. You know, maybe it's the uh, – when the pass gets made, they have to sprint at an angle. Everything is – you'll just hear the word angles quite a bit. So here's what it looks like when the ball has – when somebody has the ball, okay? Now, what we want them to do is dribble up, and the two can't come out because we want to make that sideline look open. We want, we want that point guard to get into a speed dribble up the sideline. So if the two goes out and plays too flat – they're just taking away the sideline and they're not going to dribble out, you know, to that area. So we want to make that look open and dribble into it. When it gets close in our trapping areas, if you have that spike line, that right. volleyball line on each side of um, half court, anything inside that, you know, 16, 20 feet, whatever it is, that's where we want to trap. Whatever the best, you know, uh, I know some coaches might contain, contain, and then when you get across, they might trap. Okay. We're going to get you on either side. And where do you um, ideally want to get that first trap? We, yeah, we want to we want to get it pretty much right in the uh, in the backcourt in that corner right here is where we usually usually get it. Okay. And then our three. So if, if they dribble up and we get into a let's say this is a two one trap right here, our three is making the sideline pass look open, but they're being close enough to take it away. So we're going to kind of bait them into throwing that pass. Okay. Um, again, these two are. Again, we got short middle, deep middle. Now, I know some boys coaches, they might take this two and they might play underneath because they don't want to get uh, sealed. Right. And then make this pass. We play top side because 
we will take it. If we think they're going to reverse pivot and make this guard to guard pass, we're going to, we call them shooting gaps. We're going to shoot that gap right there. And usually okay. we can, one of the rules we might talk about is a rule of, you know, two seconds. You know, if they're in a good trap, we're going to count 1,001, 1,002. This two might release. And then this backside three might kind of come up and kind of help out. Do you, uh, do you do anything? I mean, do you interchange legs? You talk about the specific trap of how you want that trap to look. We just take in hands to the ball, mirror the ball, and the trap, just your typical cross your feet. Okay. You know, no splits. The main thing is don't let them split you. Split we don't you. want two defenders behind the ball. Okay. So no splits. Just And, again, one thing that upsets, I'm sure it upsets you, it upsets me, is when I'll have girls get them in, in a good trap, and instead of getting the turnover coming out of the trap, they start reaching. Right. And, and they'll get foul. a, you know, a, a foul reaching call. So, so the back three, does the back three's protection, not the three that's trying to look up the sideline, the back three, the one that's at the top of the key, what's their job? Is their so, job to protect the rim? Is their job to look middle? They, again, with girls, it's a little bit different. You know, with, with boys, they might have to be a little bit deeper. Yeah, because my thought is that pass can come all the way down. Yes. Yeah. With us, if they make this pass – I'm not going to say a whole lot to this person. I'm going to probably take and have a talk with my ones and twos because the trap wasn't good enough. They shouldn't be able to make that pass. But we, as a, as a girls coach, that's, that's one reason why this is, you know, it's it's very good with boys, but I think it's really good with girls because they might not be able to make that pass and we can kind of cheat up a little bit with this three, but the backside three has got to be your protector. So with boys, they would probably drop a little bit, a a little bit bit more. Okay. It's more, and, and, and I say, I boys, always say low is the lowest because then they can't get behind you and you don't know where they are. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe bo- and boys, maybe with girls, like say, we'll go for this. Yeah. This, uh, and you might guard, not. Guard pass. Maybe with boys, again, you're, you're really protecting okay. the middle of the floor. Okay. You know? So now on the. Uh, Reversal. What most, what most teams will do is they're going to come up here and right before they get trapped, they're going to ping pong that thing back over here. That so is the most com- that is the most common thing teams do. Yep. Yeah. So here's our rules on this. It, the one, we just tell them to go chase. You can do a couple things. You can have them run at an angle towards the middle of the floor and then come up, or you can just have them just chase across. It's whatever you do. We used to take and just protect the middle. Now I just tell them, <clears throat> you guys just take and go. The one okay. just go. Before we jump into this and this rotation – Describe the ones, describe your one, describe your twos, describe gotcha. your threes. Like, what do you okay. want from your one? Like, I'm yes. picking my team. I'm looking at my team right now. Do I want my point guard? Do I want my quick guard? What do I want from those positions? I think that was a hard part. I didn't know where to put people either. Well, the main thing I think is you have to have multiple people play the one. So it's going to be key that you find maybe two or three people. Or, like with us, all three of these, my ones – all my ones, all my twos can play the top. It might give okay. us a different look, but they can because there's going to come a time where your one up here, they have to have a motor on them. They have to be, you know, they have to be quick. They have to be good anticipators. The, the Energizer Bunny is what I refer they to. They do. They're they always do. moving. And, but they're going to get tired. Yes. So there's going to be times where you have to switch, and and that is a call. I I will do it sometimes, or my one will basically just tell, like on a dead ball or somewhere. They'll just tell my a two to take their spot, and they'll just drop. Or maybe if they pick up a quick foul early, they might take and drop, and then move. Do you tell up. them that they can do that? They can do that. That's on them, and I trust them to do it, and they do a good job. But there's times where, when they come back in the game, you know, I might tell a certain player, "You need to be the one." 
Okay. You know, maybe she does a better good a better job of covering the high post in, in the court in the the quarter court or something. So, but but they can all they're all interchangeable. Usually, you're one. You want somebody. If you have somebody that's quick, that got some link to them, you, that's nice to have because they can knock down passes. You, um, yeah, you'd want a long, lanky on top of yes. any press. You want that ideally, but yes. But Steve, I think the best. I mean, you got to have somebody that's going to have a motor on them. Is the number one. Um, thing that can you know it's a good on-ball defender who this person this girl is not going to take or this boy is not going to get by them all the time with the dribble so they have to be a smart defender um usually that could be that could be anything from a forward you know an athletic forward to most likely a guard you know your twos usually they're guards for us i think most time most twos for anybody would be their two guards so that could be your point guards that could just be one of your um your guards it, it doesn't really matter they're usually quicker um they have to take and do a good job of covering, you know, side to side because they're the ones. A lot of our traps are going to be the one-two traps. Um, we get two-three traps, but the majority of your traps are going to be the one-two traps. So they have to do a good job of, um, you know, be able to crowd players and stuff. But usually those. So, are so how many how many two threes and how many one-two traps, like percentage-wise, like seventy-five percent are one-twos. I would seventy eighty percent of probably our traps are more. I mean, majority not even more than the majority, majority are usually one twos because when we reverse the ball, we will try to get a one, two trap on this side as well. And you won't get, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Which we'll go over, but, and then my threes are usually, you're talking your forwards, your post. And usually okay. I'll put my, my, I'll put my center, my, uh, my big, my five on the backside. She'll be the right side three because there's been times where we have rotated back into a two, three zone. So that kind of keeps her in the middle. Okay. Um, it's, it's just whatever. Uh, but usually that's, that's, that's them back there. Can you play a guard back there? Yes. It, you know, if you have a guard that can take in who gets scrappy and, and likes to get rebounds, there's no who, reason. Who why draws the most fouls? I think the one at times because they're just scrappy up top. They pick up those cheap fouls. Away from, okay. You know, we, we got where do you put, from. where do you put somebody you need to protect them? Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's say you have your best player and they've got three fouls and they're your one. Do you move them back? I move them to a two. Once they pick up, we yeah. have a, a guard right now, an all-state sophomore. She knows, and she's – it's just kind of inbred in her. I mean, she just, she's an aggressive girl. I mean, right. she's smart enough to realize she's she, – I mean, we have to have her out there. She can't get in foul trouble. But if she picks up a quick one early, like in the first minute or two, she knows to switch with one of these, the twos. Okay. And they'll move up there and then she'll just kind of – because here you're you're pressuring so much, and you're on the ball. That's what the officials are yes. watching too. Yeah, yeah. And they'll pick okay. up. You know, she'll try to you know do a, a tipper. I mean, she'll just pick up those ticky tack stuff every so okay. often, which drives us nuts. You know, the threes can get in foul trouble because they're down there banging. You know, getting rebounds. They might get an over the back call or something, or push call or call. But, um, I, you know, so so going back, these are our, our, our posts. Um, that's ideally what we want to take and do. You know, I. You might not have the luxury of having some size, so you might have undersized, like say guards and stuff, playing any position just based on the personnel you have that year. But the good thing about that is, I think the quicker you are, the like this year we have a we have an athletic, quick team compared to what we've had the last handful of years, and it's fun watching them because, especially, I've always said the ones and twos, they're the ones that kind of get the defense going. But when you have some good threes who anticipate, they take away sideline, they move, they're flying around a little bit, they're communicating with everybody in front of them. These are the ones that kind of make everything go. Okay. 
That's fine. So, so if you play, if you had to play, if you had to play all guards, this would be okay. I think so. I mean, you're going to give. You're going to if you play man to man, you're probably going to give up something because they're going to be able right. to post. You know, right. Isolate somebody inside. Here, at least, we kind of dictate where you know what they can do against us with the zone. Um, but you might take and you might get more being a guard, you know, get more steel, get more deflections. Right. More, That's what I was thinking. You might get more deflections. You might yeah. get more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when we, so again, here we got the one, two trap. Yep. And how often do you get the first trap before they flip it? Probably not very often. My uh, guess no. is they come, they come down mm-hmm. and they do that little banana thing over yep. across. Yeah. They will throw it. Now here's where your twos, because the two is protecting the middle. Right. Everybody's running back at an angle, unless your one's just chasing across. The twos have to play tag. Remember that your job is to keep them out of the middle. If this two comes out too early, they're going to go right down the gut and throw it to the to the middle of the press. So this two, right when that ball goes over their head, she is sprinting back to the middle where this two is waiting. Once she gets back, here comes this one. The threes are on a string. Right. They're going – once they come close together, close enough where they can kind of get their playing tag. Are they close enough they can touch? Um, I think it depends on who your twos are. Okay. Because you, know, if, if you could, you could almost use the terminology like you do with switching screens, talk, touch, take. You can, yeah. And a lot, yeah, and a lot of times you know. teams do it. Yeah. Well, we know this, this girl usually is, is quick. So we'll take and when we know she's close enough, you know, if they, they want to throw this pass, she'll probably okay. get deflection so they can leave a little bit early. Okay. Um, but they have to protect the middle. They can't let the yeah. ball go down the middle. And if, if it happens to, then they're again trying to get a tip. They'll leave too it. early from from me trying it this it year. They, they they it's like yeah, they'll leave too early. That's why we went we went to our talk touch take thing that we use in switching mm-hmm. just because then it was like, all right, you, you gotta talk that it's happening. You should be close enough that you can touch because then that makes them, you know, know that yes. they're not yeah. And here's and, where here's where angles really come into play. Yes, it? it is. And and one of the rules, some of the different terminology. I know Lauren Wallace, a lot of coaches, ball press coaches use it, but Lauren Wallace or Quincy back in the nineties always used it where you know the ball goes, you go. So when that ball goes, you go towards it. Um again, we don't go to the ball, the ball comes to us. The three, you know, ball come, you come. Okay, so there's a little bit of those little phrases you can take and add in there. But here, yeah, here. This is what I like about the one, two, two, the ball press is over here. You had, they, you had a, a trap that was coming from, they see it coming up. Right. But here, when they start getting the speed dribble, the two's job is you have to, again, work your angles, keep them to the side, but that one is pursuing behind. And then right. Usually when we get across half court or somewhere around half court, that two will turn them, and here comes that one, and we get a, one of those blind traps from behind. So in our rule is we usually try to – any dribble across half court is a one-two trap. Any pass across half court is a two-three trap. So we're, that one is pursuing. You know, say that, so say that again. So, you're, you say, so if you dribble over half court, it's a one-two. The yes. one is in the two's trap. If you yep. pass, it's a two-three It's a two-three. Okay. So, maybe. like right there, when they reversed it, that two's job is to keep that ball handler on the side, and then when they get into that trapping area, they're going to take that one should be pursuing, and then they will take and turn right back into it's kind of like a run jump, like right. a, a, yeah, you know, when you is. see numbers or something, you take mm-hmm. and go same type of trap. 
So now we'll take and get that. What, 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 what percent do you see the pass over and then one more pass back? Not very often. No. And what we'll do is, like the press offense, we, we, we run like a trick. We'll, it's almost like a diamond look, like a 1-3-1 one, one look. And we'll tell our one, hey, they might ping pong, you know, they got to get to half court sometimes. So just kind of bluff and peel back. Stay in that middle third. Don't wear yourself out. And once they start getting to our trapping areas, we're just going to take and just rush them okay. and get a trap then. But so here's a good trap right there. And again, three's taking away the sideline. Everybody's rotated over. If they dive, you know, you know, if they happen to dive somebody, the three can kind of come up and help. Two comes with them. Now, if they take and dribble here, but let's say they pass it ahead to a, a, a or a somebody in the corner. Right. <clears throat> Then again, two follows, and here's where your three-two trap, your two-three trap comes about. So three's got to get the right angle on that one yep. too. Three's got to keep their job is to keep them on the sideline. So don't give up, you know, don't come play flat where they go middle. So their job is they're doing this. Again, the three is coming over. If they dive somebody, the three's got to meet them at the elbow with a forearm in the chest. Um, so the three has to meet them, usually about that elbow area. And then again, the two and the one are rotating. The two is dropping back, and the one is dropping back towards the middle of the floor. Okay. And that's the and that's your normal drops. Anytime that you is. go one, two, two. Yeah, now, three quarter. I've I've had coaches say, okay, what happens if this is a if you get a two three trap way up here and they throw like to a corner here? Right. A lot of coaches, um, <clears throat> Ryan Weber, who's up at the, the Quad Cities. Um, probably one of the, the best ball press coaches, he calls an X cut. So the threes, they'll take in. If, so they, they throw here. They'll come out. They'll X here. The two, this two will come over until that three drops back, and then they'll bump back, back okay. there. So, that, so these, this extra pass to the corner, that's how they, they call that an X cut. But I got that from Ryan Weber. And that doesn't happen. How often does that happen? It doesn't with us a whole lot at all. Okay. You know, and, and if, if that ever happens, we might back it up a little bit because, you know, I might, maybe I tell my threes, don't come up here and trap. Maybe okay. they just take and they just show and then peel back or, or something. Okay. We don't want to give up that a whole lot. So that is pretty much. And, you, and when you run it half court, do you do it? Is it similar? Uh, yes. So in the half court, we will take, again, here's our ones, twos, threes. So it's the same thing. So instead of trapping up here, we're going to trap. Here's our trapping areas. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. No matter where you listen, Apple, Spotify, we love those five-star reviews. Make sure you also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network.